the Peace Podcast. Hi, and welcome to the Peace Podcast, a podcast which will discuss issues of peace and all around the world, globally and locally. How can everyone live in a just, good and peaceful society? That is the question. And today, the topic is Palestine and Israel. How can they achieve peace and how can we support them? I'm Henrik and I work as a teacher in an upper secondary school. My master thesis is in history and I also teach English and Spanish. I grew up in Bergen and thereafter Oslo. I have always been interested in the issue peace. It's a magnificent theme and so important because with peace great things in life can flourish. Contrarily, in a state of war, it is terrible. Everybody deserves to have a good life in peace. By my side today, my friend, Fredin. And you, Fredin, produced the music that we hear in today's podcast. The song Spray of Love. It's for a musical we wrote about peace, right? It was. This was some years ago, Mr. Fredin. And you and I, we met in the university on a lecture in music. Yeah. And I found out that you are making electronica. So, Mr. Fredin, do you remember that great moment? Yes, I remember because I was playing this tune called Avidiosynthesa. Yeah, you have made a song, that song. I heard it in a break and, and I said, we have to cooperate, Mr. Fredin. And since that, we have been making music together and we have been friends from that day. Your name, by the way, uh, your whole your name, Fredin, that... Would you say something more about that? Okay, it's actually a Swedish name. Yes. The beginning of the name, Fredin, mm. it's Fred, mm. like in peace in Norwegian. Aha, so it's so, relevant by... Wow, what a great coincidence. And I asked you today to supply us with your great humor and your great music. First today we heard the song uh, Spray of Love, the intro. And will we, Mr. Fredin, be so... Peaceful. Fortunate, <laughs> uh, uh, and uh, to to uh, receive more of your electronica, your music uh, throughout uh, these programs. Yeah, of course. Yes. So, Fredin, uh, later I will ask you more about that. What's your work? I work as a deacon on a place called Nordfron in Gudbrandsdal. Yeah. And that's some kind of Christian or uh, church social worker. Mm. I. Also, in my work, uh, work on uh, with uh, having uh, sermons on a nursery home when I kind of have preachers for elderly people, and I combine these preachers mm. or preachers mm. with uh, singing, yeah, singing songs and psalms, especially. Yes, do I understand it right? Your job is about helping people. Would you say it's a or? Uh, relevant for the podcast is it a peaceful kind of job i find it peaceful because i preach about stuff that's uh, one, one of the core elements in christian faith and that's peace mm. it's also low and it's safe and it's hope mm. but peace is maybe kind maybe kind of the most uh, 
central things in Christian faith, I guess. Yeah. And when we speak about love, we maybe think of love as a peaceful kind of mood. Yes. Oh, yes, right. And uh, your work is about supporting people, helping people. Do I understand it? Yeah, that's right. And uh, to achieve this kind of helping state or when you talk to people, maybe have preachers or sermons, one of the reasons is to set people in kind of peaceful mood Mm. or context Mm. so they don't need to struggle or have worries about their lives but Mm. some kind of so they kind of get a reflection upon their lives and what did they do what can they do to or not do to have a more peaceful life Mm. yeah sounds like a great job yeah yeah the song which started the program spree of love the words of the song what is it that you are singing at the beginning there is it get your wings wings out or is it for like the theater get your wigs out i always always thought that it was uh, get your wings out yeah because angels they have wings ah, and they are peacefully kind of uh, <laughs> yeah uh, figures or yeah. Uh, creations so, yes and they they fight for peace (laughs) yeah but in a peaceful way uh another thing in uh, fredin in that song another line uh will say uh on this long hot summer night right so the song is about it's sort of a summerly in the feeling suits well because today is august right august 2022 Hmm. to be exact it's the 10th of august 2022 so uh, the song goes, um, uh, wh- how is the lyric? Get your wigs out and your makeup. So um, how does that start? Spray of love. How is that song? Oh, that lo- oh, On this long, hot summer night. Spray of love. Tonight we're going to make it right. Cause the party's here tonight You're not too late for the masquerade Your role is real And you'll find that your dreams might just incarnate Spray of love That's where it is, that's right Thank you for reminding me of that And by the way, by the way my friend Fredin, great to have you here today and we're looking forward to inviting other guests for the upcoming uh, podcast who uh, when we sp- speak about these different issues uh, peace around the world it's the peace podcast well over to today's topic israel and palestine how can they achieve peace my starting point is palestine has a right to exist Israel has a right to exist, and both have a right to exist in a peaceful cooperation or coexistence. In safety and in happiness, how? The way to peace will be up to them. They deserve the support of the world. When we look at the history, the war between Palestine and Israel started with a decision by the UN in 1947 to divide the area of Palestine and Israel in two parts. 
it was a political decision which started the war and thus I think a political decision or support can help them to get an agreement about peace. The world represented by the UN created a situation which led to war and the world represented by the UN can help them to reach a peace. In this program I'm going to reflect upon how it is possible to work for peace in the area of Israel and Palestine. So let's look at today. There is still an ongoing war, a civil war, because of this decision. What is the solution? The solution is a political agreement, with the support of the international community, with the main actors Israel and Palestine in the forefront. How can we achieve this? Let's look at some other examples of conflicts which seemed similarly unsolvable. I will start with the conflict in Northern Ireland, the troubles which had lasted for 60 years. And if you look back in history much longer, it had some similar features and characteristics. Two peoples on the same lands, two different religions on the same land in a situation of a civil war. It was, it was a political decision which started that conflict, made by the British a long time ago. And still they were suffering, the people living there during the 60s, the 70s and up until 1998. How did they solve it? It was because of the peace efforts by people who really believed in non-violence and who believed that peace was possible. And I'm thinking especially of John Hume right now, the Labour Party Northern Ireland politician who, supported by Bill Clinton and all the world, uh, supported a peace in Northern Ireland. And that was the effort. We see that the international support was pivotal to reach this agreement. The personal character of peace workers like John Hume plays an important role here. So we need people with that kind of visions who really believe in the world that it is possible to share and solve the issues. There is no alternative to a peaceful and just solution in Palestine and Israel. The situation today is one country controlling another. No democracy on earth can live with this situation and you cannot really call yourself a real democracy without treating your neighbors, your fellow human beings, as democratic as you want to be treated yourself. So, therefore, Amnesty International and many others see that this is a situation of apartheid. And no situation of apartheid can prevail. We saw that in 1994 in South Africa. Then it was de Klerk himself who took the decision, we can no longer be an apartheid state, we must change. Helped and pressured by the international community, they found a solution. And the peace work and the longings of all the suppressed in South Africa, led by Nelson Mandela, came into fruition. Similarly with Palestine and Israel, it is possible to achieve a peace there. We must just find how we can support, and I mean we in the world, can support that as best as possible because there are three, four, five million Palestinian refugees who want to return to their homeland. There are families, thousands of families who had their lives destroyed because of this situation. So therefore the world with all its resources, with all kinds of help, must open the door. First and foremost, the Palestinians who have to flee from this conflict, who are refugees from this conflict, we must say Welcome. Welcome to wherever you want to live in the world. Norway, for example, to live in peace. 
We must provide them with whatever they need. Same with the Israelis. We must provide them with what they need to be sure that this peace is possible, that they can live safely in the area of Israel, in the area of Palestine. Let's learn from some of the principles of John Hume. Nonviolence is the only path. There is no excuse for killing another human being. So all the extremists on both sides must lay down the guns at once they know that there is a just peace on the way where all parties and human rights, freedom and safety are included. What kind of country can this be? That must be created through the work and the will of the people of Israel and Palestine. We saw that the UN Minority Report in 1947 recommended a confederal state where, where these two nations live in cooperation. In my opinion, that would be the best solution. Because how can you draw a line in the middle when there are Israeli settlements on the Palestinian side and when the Palestinians have holy sites on the other side? It doesn't make sense to draw a line and say, we live here and you live there. However, the way must be made primarily by the people who live there, supported by the world. When people say they believe in a two-state solution, I would say, yes, it is better than what we have now, what they have now. It is better than apartheid, where there is one state just controlling another. But in my opinion, a cooperation between the areas of Israel and Palestine sounds better for the future. One can think in stages, if one wants to start with the two-state solution, because that is the most safe thing one can arrange, well, then one must say, we start here, because we believe in human rights, and we need to make sure that there is a safety for our citizens. Then one can develop, maybe, and hopefully, into the only natural thing in a modern democracy, to live in a cooperation uh, or confederation where there is room for both peoples, for all people. It takes a UN effort to achieve this aim and it takes all the countries of the General Assembly to achieve it. The UN must also look at their own democracy. How on earth can the greatest peace organization in the world, the United Nations, think that it's democratic to have a gov government, the Security Council, where five selected countries have a veto right? This does not make sense. So the United Nations, if they want to be a peace organization, must be democratic. And the most logical way to do that is to let the countries in the General Assembly decide, make decisions. And if they want to form a government representing them, they can elect that out from out of the General Assembly. Nothing else can be called democratic than what goes out from the countries of the world in a world organization. So the UN must start there, simultaneously start there, with the work for peace. We see that Joe Biden, for example, is very articulate about the peace or the necessity of democracy in Ukraine and the support for Ukraine in the ongoing war. So to conclude, the world must be together about the support for Palestine and Israel. The Palestinians did not start this war. And... I would say, nor did the Israelis. No, it was the United Nations who laid the foundations for a situation which it was impossible for any country to accept. That they come and take half your land and say, well, that's how we do it. This is our decision. There could be other ways to solve the issue in 1947. The Minority Report 
had a good idea. India, Iran and Yugoslavia supported that solution, which made much more sense because it saw the area as a whole where there was room, like Gandhi said, for all. And that's the way to approach this. All human beings are equal in worth. It's possible to live in peace. Despite religious differences, everybody has a right to feel safe. So uh, that must be ensured in any new agreement. No one shall rule over another group based on ethnicity. Democracies don't do that. So that's my starting point for today's podcast. And next time I would like to bring up another piece issue of the world. And I hereby give an invitation for a later podcast of inviting an Israeli and a Palestinian, people who have been there themselves, who know a lot about this conflict. And I would like to hear their opinions upon how to achieve peace in Palestine and Israel. Other themes which will be discussed this autumn during the podcast are Mali, Ukraine, Yemen, All issues of peace, global or local, are as worthy, because that is a main thing to focus on in our lives. To have a peaceful society from which great things can flourish. So, that's all for today. Peace be with you, and we'll hear again next time. It's the Peace Podcast. If you wake up And you make up Spray your love All this long hot summer night Spray your love This time we're gonna make it right Cause the party's here tonight You're not too late for the masquerade Your road is real You'll find that your dreams might just incarnate Spray of love There's a new life in your eyes Spray of love All is shining in another light